You're listening to Gearing Up, an everyday carry podcast, a show that's made for the community, featuring interviews with makers, creators, and members of the community, and discussions on current trends in the industry. Follow along as we talk about life, gear, hobbies, and more. And be sure to stay tuned for new episodes every week. Hello. Hi again, everyone. Welcome back to Gearing Up. Oh, it feels good to be back. I, If you missed my Instagram story from a day or two ago, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, I was sick for a few days. Uh, it was it was not fun. It wasn't COVID. It wasn't the flu. I had a fever and a headache. It was ooh, it was kind of rough. So I took a few days off from work, uh, a few days off from really doing anything. My wife, such a complete badass. Thank you, April. If you listen to this, I don't think she listens anymore. Um, but uh, yeah, so I. I am on the men I'm, I'm I'm not even on the mend anymore I'm good and I'm really excited and <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to today's chat so I have some a very specific thing I want to talk about today or or things hang on eh, gotta gotta adjust the boom uh this, this is a this is a professionally produced podcast by the way I'm just kidding. Uh, I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, yeah, so I wanted to talk about uh, a very specific topic, and this all started when... Well, this started. It's not like this started, but I, I just for some context on why this is the episode we're doing today, uh, I spend a lot of time on Reddit, probably too much, and uh, it's not the knife subreddit uh that we're talking about today or not 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 one of the knife subreddits knives sub yeah you guys get it uh today i want to talk about oh my god reddit leave me alone i'm trying to open this up so i don't butcher the title and uh you guys know uh what i'm talking about and i can send you to this subreddit and if you don't read it, welcome to hell. Um, yeah, so there's a subreddit called Buy It For Life. And I followed this subreddit for a, a while. It's where I found out about, you know, different brands of boots or backpacks or whatever. I mean, it's, listen, and it's not all gold, right? There's there's some stuff in there that's kind of dumb. And there's some stuff that's like, well, yeah, no, I mean, of course, um, you know, like, I, this is not dumb, we have one, but like a KitchenAid mixer, right? Like, people post up their 60-year-old mixer, it's like, whoa, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so, uh, I followed it for a while, and I like this idea of buy it for life, as in, like, buy it once, be done, do it right, uh, and I'm just scrolling through the top posts right now, there's a, you know, a frigidaire refrigerator from the 40s or 30s, uh, there's a, well, this is also Frigidaire. Uh, the first one is a fridge, I should say. Uh, and this is a Frigidaire stove range thing. And it's from the 50s. And now, and there's a pair of boots and, a you know, the Stanley Thermos that's from 1970. Like, anyways, there's, there's a lot of really cool 
items on here. And a lot of times, uh, you know, it's just vintage throwback stuff that, you know, well, they made it better back in the day, which is not untrue for a lot of things. Um, things have been optimized and, and speed over quality has been, you know, prioritized. And, and one of the things that I really like about the everyday carry world is so much of it focuses on the maker and doing stuff the right way and, um, you know, sourcing quality materials and making stuff that, that would easily fall into this category of buy it for life. And, um, I don't know, maybe if we go crazy, like we go all the way back, this would even, maybe this is where I saw my first, uh, Keras Customs pin. Somebody posted up a pin and I do, I mean, it will, listen, spoiler alert, but we're going to get to pins here in a second. Um, but maybe that's where I saw one. I don't know. Maybe that bridged the gap over to EDC and then, you know, <laughs> here we are. Um, yeah, so, so I thought I, I'd like to put together five buy it for life items that I would recommend to you guys. And these, some of them are very specific, some of them are a little bit more broad, but, uh, I think they still hold true. Uh, but yeah, so today we're going to talk about five items you can buy and and you're buying it for life you never have to buy another one again um, because they're just so good now a couple disclaimers number one I have not actually lived a full life so some of the stuff I bought and it's still serving me but I I can't a hundred percent back up like hey when I'm 90 still got it you know I, I can imagine that I will though for God if I make it to 90 um but I would say that, like, this is the stuff that's, like, it's well-made. You can tell it's well-made. You can beat the hell out of it, and it still works, and it's great. Um, yeah, so so without any more rambling, apologies to, you know, everyone that's made it this far, six and a half minutes in, and we're just now getting to the so-called meat and potatoes of the Buy It For Life episode. So... Let's just jump into number one. This is the first one on my list. It's the first one I thought of when I was like, let me crank out this episode. Um, and that is a bag or satchel from Nutsack Bags. Now, Nutsack is uh, and has been a friend of the show. Uh, they, I mean, this was like back when I, like early days when I started doing like just a blog, uh, which for those interested no longer exists. Um, but they, uh, I, I first got their satchel, I forget which model it is, it's the bigger one, it holds, you know, it held my 15-inch uh, MacBook, no problem, and just an absolute beast of a bag, I still have it, I still use it, it, it looks like a slightly more worn-in version of the day I got it, and it's fantastic, there's, there's not anything I would change about it, it's great. And then fast forward a little bit, I get a hold of the rucksack. And that has been my daily for, well, since I got it. I, I don't remember exactly when I got it. I want to say maybe two years ago. Um, to, or eh. No, because that would be 2020. My God. I've probably had it for three years now. I, I don't know. It's been, it's been a while. And um, I've got to say, 
it, it has only gotten better with age, like just kind of figuring out how everything falls into it and how it carries. I have made a couple of small tweaks to it. So uh, on the shoulder straps, there's these, there's on either one, there's a like a D-ring, like a metal D-ring, you can hook your keys on it or whatever. Well, I cut one off and I bought a D-ring that has a spring hinge clip on it. So it's like a D-ring with a carabiner combo. I don't know. Um, so when I don't have a clip on my keys that will conveniently clip on the D-ring, I can just clip the whole keyring itself on there. Hopefully I've not said keyring so many times that you're confused now because I'm a little confused and let's just, let's just press on. Um, so I changed that and then like the little zipper pulls, I, you know over time I've added different lanyard beads and I think they came with leather on them I can't remember but now you know paracord and various beads and whatnot and so those have changed a little bit but you know when I first got it I had never carried like a rucksack with such a you know just one big open pocket essentially um and now that I've kind of built my normal flow around carrying it I wouldn't have it any other way. I have jam-packed this thing to and from work. So I have... My work computer is a 15-inch HP Omen. It's like a gaming laptop, so it's kind of chunky. Um, and so that's big and bulky and heavy. And then I usually throw in my DJI uh, Osmo Mobile gimbal in its little hard case. So that's... I mean, that's kind of bulky. Um, and then I've usually got my Sony a6000 in there and I'm ballsy. I've just got it rolling around in the bag. Uh, <laughs> I probably, I probably shouldn't do that, but anyways. Um, and then I usually have, you know, a few batteries in there. I also have, um, that larger canvas pouch that I talked about in the pouch episode that's full of like, you know, it's got a multi-tool and a battery and some cables and just kind of odds and ends. Um, but everything, like I said, you, you just kind of get into the flow of how it carries and it's amazing. It really, it really is. Like if you're on the fence, um, and, and I should have prefaced this whole episode with, with saying the stuff we're talking about today is not inexpensive. Um, I don't think it, any of it is really unreasonably priced, but you do have to keep in mind, like you're not going to target and picking up a Jansport, absolutely no shade at Jansport, like whatever, if that's what you're rocking, they're awesome. Um, but it's, it's, it's a little more involved than that. And, and it's a nicer bag, um, just overall. So know that going into it, that it's not, uh, I, I don't even want to guess the retail price on them cause I cannot for the life of me remember, but they're not super cheap. So you look at it and you think, God, it's a lot to spend on a bag. Yeah. But I've gotten three or four years use out of it at this point, And I'm, only continuing to use it and use it and use it. And so I'm perfectly satisfied with, um, you know, the return on investment or, or what have you. So Nutsack Bags takes the number one spot. Not that these are ranked in any order, but the first one, Nutsack Bags, um, their quality is outstanding. Uh, the guys that run it are great. And they've just been cranking out some more EDC-focused gear lately too. So I love seeing that. Um, but yeah, check out Nutsack bags, check out the satchels if you're into shoulder bags, um, or if you just want to backpack, like the rucksack is fantastic. I still want to check out their duffel. That is, it looks amazing. I just don't, I just don't travel enough to justify 
the duffel. But if I ever got into like a job where I traveled or we, I don't know, bought a vacation house with all this ludicrous podcast money I'm bringing in, I'm just kidding. That's not, that's not a thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe somewhere down the road, but that's one of those, like the wife could get it for me as an anniversary gift. And I, you know, that would be fantastic. No, not hint April. If you're still listening, that's not a hint. You don't need to get that. I'm just saying, like, it's that type of gift. It's, like, super nice. Wouldn't buy it for myself, but if someone gifted it to me. Again, not throwing hints. Promise. Um, anyways, before I get myself in more trouble, let's move on. So, slot number two. So, I wrote down Fellholter. And if you don't know what Fellholter is, Google it. Hopefully, it will correct you in spelling. I'm not going to try. Um, but... Fellholter pens are such a tiny little subset of the EDC market and the pen world just in general. Um, I've had several Fellholters in the past, and they're all amazing. Um, you know, there's a different size and, and um, refill for everyone, and there's all kinds of different patterns. And then, you know, once you get a Fellholter, it's a great pen, but that it doesn't stop there. Because then you go down the rabbit hole of, ooh, what, what parts and accessories can I add? And you get the different clips and the different bolts and the different this and that. And and before you know it, you've got this. And listen, I've seen some that look like this, so I'm just going to say it. But you, you get like the Honda Civic with 8,000 parts added onto it and bolted onto it. And they all came from AutoZone. You know exactly what you're picturing in your head right now. And that's exactly correct. Um and again, no shade if, if that's what you're into, uh, to each his own. Uh, I think some people overdo it a little bit with the Fellholter customizations, but I'm a super simple fan of just, you know, the, the I'm a big fan of the tiny Fellholter, which is the shortest one he offers um, in brass. It's got a nice weight to it. It's really small. Um, but broadening this out a little bit, um, not just Fellholters, but just a nice pen. And those are so easy to find in the EDC world that, I mean, you, you can't go wrong. So a few that come to mind, obviously Fellholter, because um, his are really, really great. And then um, Kelvin over at Urban Survival Gear. Uh, 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 trying to think who else. Uh, Tactile Turn makes some really awesome ones. Big Idea Design. I mean, they're... And again, listen, these are not like a hundred bucks is probably like the, 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 the cost of entry. I don't, I don't know what you would say there, but a hundred bucks. Um, I, I was just trying to think of the urban survival gear. Uh, it's the TI scribe or the tie scribe. Um, hang on. I'm going to pull it up because I don't want to be wrong. Um, if you're not following uh, USG on Instagram. Kelvin is such a fun follow. Like he's, he's amazing. Um, okay. So yeah. Um, looking at, at his website, you can grab a, uh, uh, okay. So the tie scribe go, uh, full size is 99 bucks. Mini size is 99 bucks. Copper full size 99. Mini in bronze 99. I mean, 100 bucks gets you easily the best, one of the best pens you'll ever use, and the last one you'd ever need to buy. And people always say, oh, I couldn't spend that much on a pen. That's nuts. 
hush, just stop, just do it, bite the bullet and be done. Um, it's, it's worth it. And trust me, when you, when you put that kind of money into, uh, a pen, you will not be as friendly with people that want to borrow it. Um, or maybe you'll start carrying like a secondary, like a big stick just to be like, nah, dog, here's this pen. You can have this one. Uh, because that's what I would do. Cause wow. Yeah. Um, but anyways, a nice pen, like it, there's some, it, it, it will change how you feel about writing. Um, and if you're already carrying a, a cheap pen, like this is just one way to, to, to upgrade it. Um, now, uh, Notorious EDC Tom, he sent me the TI click pen in, I th I'm trying to, it's the mini click. Now here's one that's a little bit cheaper, um, and this might be worth considering, uh, the Pocket Pro is 65 bucks, which is their smaller, I think it's the adjustable one, um, yeah, so you can get them brass and copper for 65 bucks which is a steal, uh, or you can get the mini click in, I don't want to be wrong here on the material, so you can get titanium stonewash for 70 bucks, um, or you can get, do, 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 bear with me, I'm sorry, I know we're doing a lot of rambling and clicking and pausing in this episode, but I promise to the point. So 70 bucks for the mini click pen, uh, Tom sent me one to use for a little bit just to check it out, I was unsure, and it was great super solid little pen it's small so if you're into small pens this is this is the way to go so uh, shout out to those makers I mentioned uh, I've had a chance to own and use all of them Fellholter, Urban Survival Gear, the Thai Scribe um, uh, I've had a tactile turn um, I've, ha I've used the Big Idea Design and they're all fantastic and the good thing is is most of them will accommodate the more popular refills. So you buy the $100 pen once or the $70 pen once, and then you're using the refills that you prefer. So um, hands down, worth the investment, buy it for life, buy it once and be done, and that's yeah, that's all i got to say about that. Um, moving on, number three. Now this one is a little... Hmm, you probably may not agree. Um... But something I think everyone should have in their collection, and I'm absolutely biased because I love it so much, uh, but a traditional folder, like a slip joint, gentlemanly, it doesn't even have to be a quote gentleman's knife, but like a nice traditional slip joint. This is the kind of thing, so you guys know I'm obsessed with the GEC 25, I have it, I love it, I carry it every day, it stays with me all the time, I've got one tattooed on my forearm, like it, I, I love it, and just the simplicity of it and the reliability of it make it such a good knife. And again, I know I'm going to have it forever and ever and ever. So uh, I won't spend 15 minutes talking about traditional folders, but if you have the chance to get, um, you know, a knight, like a, a Northwoods, a GEC, a nice case, like they're, the, those are kind of like the the quote unquote bigger companies that do these really nice um, slip joints, but you know there are tons of talented makers out there that are doing incredibly. I mean, um, and again, I apologize if I butcher any names here, but Birdviz, I think that's right. Um, 
well, shit, that's the only one that comes to mind. But there are others, and I follow you, and I'm sorry that I'm forgetting your name right now, so don't hate me. Um, but yeah, a, a good traditional folder is one of those things, like when they're well done, you have it, you use it, it's reliable, and, you know, you're going to have it until you pass it on down to your kids. Like, it's 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 worth the investment, in my opinion. And if you've ever looked at traditional folders on the secondary, you know that they are not cheap, so they do fit right into that mold. If you can catch something at table price on a drop, jump on it. Uh, okay, we're down to our last two items in this five-item series. The fourth one, again, a little bit more general, but a good leather wallet. Now, I've talked a little bit about leather makers on the podcast before, and this is no exception, like, the, the amount of talented folks working with leather, I forget, I don't know what, like, the leather leather makers, leather workers, forgive me, um, but the amount of talent is just outstanding. You guys know, friend of the show, and, and um, longtime supporter of what we do here, Sam over at Black Cross Leather, still one of my favorite makers out there. He's been doing some really cool stuff. I mentioned him in the last episode or the one before it, but, um, you know, I, I've been working with Sam for, I don't know, a while now. And my go-to wallet is still the first like custom wallet he made me. Uh, I carry it every day. I, I have other wallets I love. Don't get me wrong, but a, there's just something tried and true about a nice leather wallet. So, you know, whether it's Black Cross Leather or um, any of the other. I mean, Hitch and Timber makes some amazing wallets. Um, so I'm a huge fan of, of Hitch and Timber as well. Those are just the first two that come to mind, but there are you know dozens of amazing accounts. Um, Heights, Heights Leather, amazing. Uh, Stephanie, I think. God, don't, don't get mad at me for getting your name wrong. Um, but Lesbian EDC, amazing. Um, just hands down some really, really cool, uh, content that they, they crank out and just some really great quality. So find yourself a good leather wallet, spend some decent change on it. You will never have to buy another one again. And again, there just, there's just something so like, again, I took my son to the store earlier. Uh, he pulled some cash out of his piggy bank. He wanted, he's into cars right now, the Disney movie. And so he wanted to buy some cars, cars, some car, some toy cars from the movie Cars. So he took some cash out of his piggy bank, and I just crammed it into that black cross leather wallet that I was talking about, and it didn't it didn't skip a beat, right? Like it it I shoved the wad of cash in there. It was great. We paid for the toys. We left, and like it's it's just, I don't know. Anyways, I could talk all day about Sam's work and and really just great leather work in general. Um. But yeah, I find a find a good leather maker that you like and support them and get yourself a nice wallet and then never buy one again. Or you find out you love it so much, you buy 17 and then I don't know, you wind up like me. <laughs> Not always a good thing, right? Uh all right, let's move to our last one and this one's going to be super short and quick. Um and this one is increasingly true after listening to uh, Tom's episode with Tim Reeve, uh, Notorious EDC podcast. I've always been a big fan of Chris Reeve knives. I mean, I say always, like as long as I've been in the everyday carry world and 
the whole time I'm listening to that episode with with Tom and Tim, Tim, yeah, Tom and Tim, I was just like, yeah, I was like cheering them on in my car. I was like, absolutely, like, of course, you don't understand it um, until you have one and you use it and you you put it through its paces. So the 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 last buy it for life item is another knife, and it is a Chris Reeves knife. Whether it's a Sabenza, an Insingo, a Umnum Zemanan, whatever it is, get a get a CRK in your life. Like get one and hold on to it. it. They're they're again just like everything else that we've talked about. They are not inexpensive, but you are getting an insane level of quality. One that just like words don't do justice. And I and I I know that sounds super cheesy, but uh, I'm personally a fan of the Sabenzas, the the small. Uh, I haven't had a chance to handle a 31, but I do believe I would love it. So that's on my list. But yeah, just just the fit and finish and the tolerances and the quality and the warranty. And I mean, seriously, after listening to that episode um, on Tom's feed, like I just want I want more. I want 15 of them because they're just like everything about them is just is just great. So, yeah, I won't gush over Chris Reeve knives anymore but hands down if you have the chance get a hold of of some of that Idahoan goodness Idahoan Idaho goodness let's say that um and 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 really put it through its paces and you you will see what I mean when I say it's really it's it's so much more than just the look it's so much more than just the brand name like it is the quality it's so worth it so yeah, what are your, okay, that does it for my list, let's talk about you and what you've got going on in your life, what are your buy it for life items, if you had, you know, this sort of slim outline of, okay, I need a, a bag, a knife, a, a wallet, you know, whatever, whatever these five or six key items are, like, what are you going out of your way to spend your hard-earned money on, because you want to buy it once and be done, uh, let me know if you follow me over on Instagram at GT Dunn. Jump on to my latest post and be like, man, I just bought this and I never want to buy another one again because this one's so amazing. I want to know what you guys think and what your buy it for life items are uh, because I'm curious. Like, Are there other things I'm missing out on that I didn't mention? Should I do a part two, a buy it for life revisited? Uh, let me know. Let me know what you guys think. Um, as always, thank you guys again so much for subscribing and downloading and listening and commenting and sharing and all of that stuff. It means the world. I absolutely love doing this and I love the feedback that I get from you guys. So we're going to keep it up. Uh, I will be back again next week with another episode. So make sure that you are subscribed. Be sure to follow on Instagram at GT Done and check the link in my bio. There you can find uh, a link to Patreon so you can support the show. It starts at a couple bucks a month, and that you get access to some exclusive stuff. I'm about to start live streaming there too, um, and then I'll take that content and like re-upload it in a day or two, I don't know, whatever. But there's some exclusive stuff there, and as that audience grows, we'll we'll continue to define what it is. And then there's also a link for merch. If you want to get some gearing up merch, you can certainly do that. Uh, but if not, just keep doing what you're doing. Listen, like, download, etc., and talk to you guys very very soon uh i hope you have a great day and uh, yeah that's all i got for you peace